Hello everyone and welcome to the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name's Stu, I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. And I'm Masimi, I'm a Japanese-British-born girl living in Hong Kong. Way! Oh we're back. We're, we're back. back! I didn't even know that Man. we were going to be back so soon. Yeah, it's been, it's been tough and then we got some good news. Um, yeah, it was a nice surprise, right? Nice surprise, you know... I, I gave up. I didn't even follow Adrian, uh, one of our friends. He told me the news and I was like, oh, amazing. And, you know, it made sense. We always knew that there were episodes that were probably ready to go before the house disbanded because of COVID-19. You knew. But... Even, even, I mean, let's not dive into it too much. But one of the things I noticed is, you know, um, one of the most notable scenes within this episode is when... Yume's doing a photo shoot and like she's wearing various different saucy outfits and at one point one of the crew is like oh man your butt looks great right now and that's that clip has been part of the show introduction for quite a few weeks now so I was actually wondering when they would have filmed that and even if it and how much they are going to allow themselves to play with time because that that shot has been in the in the introductions for Yume for ages like I don't know exactly when it started, but it was definitely a few weeks ago. Oh, see, I hadn't even noticed that. I just knew because they are always two months behind, right? Roughly. And when they announced the news, it was like, what? At that point in time, which they did, 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 like decided Terrace House was over, uh, Prime Minister Abe was still thinking the Olympics was going to happen, right? So mm. there was no need to have have done that but I wonder though how long after these four weeks are up how long we will actually have a proper pause for but anyway it doesn't matter let's not dwell in the past or the future because for now we're back we're back in business yeah and um so they as part of this uh, announcement they announced they had a, a a listening part a watching party right yeah, and I, for me, I was just like, oh, everyone's like, what's going on? I went, I have no idea what a YouTube watch party is, but hey, let's just see. A couple of people were like, oh, can you just not host a Netflix party? And I said, well, Stu's not around. I don't really want to do it. Um, and I want to check out this thing. So I checked it out. Wow. Within like five, ten minutes, I just realized, oh, okay, we're just watching the hosts like Baba-chan, Yama-chan. And you, like, we're just watching them watching the show. And they were talking continuously through it. And, you know, I have a f- mobile and I also have a laptop too. But I just thought, how is this meant to work? Like, how am I meant to watch the TV at the same time as listening to their commentating? It just didn't work. It was, like, absolute rubbish. So, sorry, but I betrayed you and I decided to host my own Netflix party after that. And then I announced it. And then and then we actually had people... We had such a great time. You missed out, Stu. I did miss out. I was sorry. <laughs> I did feel I did feel slightly betrayed because <laughs> I, I guess I wasn't looking on my phone, and then it was like the, the middle of the night when I actually got a chance to look on my phone, and um, just I guess people have been linking us on Twitter and stuff, and so for some reason lots of people were talking about something, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Like people are joking with Masumi about something which I'm not aware of and then yeah you you messaged me later on to let you let me know that you'd been hosting a party but sorry yeah I felt a little uh I felt a little I mean did it, did anyone even ask where I was um well man, I know no that but but, deep. but I did man but... that knife in the back feels really cold right now before I was like <laughs> but... oh well that's just a little just a little nick a little cut but now I can feel that's a fully blown sword just right No, in but there. I did say Thanks, in guys. advance. Thanks, guys, I did say by the way, advance. for asking how I was. Sorry, I <laughs> no, did say in advance No one decided to start I just a, said a protest or a picket against Pasumi. <laughs> no, they, you know what? At the end of the day, I couldn't even host it. I had so many like technical difficulties that um, it literally kept going back and back and back. And it was like a 10-minute loop of going back to the start. And you had the Netflix dun-dun, dun-dun thing that uh, yeah. Brett decided to host it for us. And it, it worked out really well. And uh, although Brett didn't actually um, limit the sharing controls, he didn't limit the controls to just be him. So we had a couple of instances where people would join the the, the chat and then restart it from the very beginning. 
um i think joanna the lovely joanna she uh she did that twice actually um which is kind of funny but um it was cute uh i enjoy i enjoyed it a lot and lots of good chat again always and we had um some new people join us too and it was great i you know i couldn't i couldn't actually believe that i'd sent out that link or announcement like what within five minutes and then people just jumped on it so it was brilliant so it was good unexpected but yeah i don't think we are we'll be i don't think i'll be partaking in that watch party ever again and i think you know netflix parties from now on and Stu, i missed you if it's any consolation okay that that means a lot um yeah okay well thanks for sorting it anyway and it sounds like it's a good uh session anyway so i'm just looking forward to the next one because it was a little bit different watching it you know stuck self-isolating in my house no commentary not even chatting to you masumi so but it's good to have it back yay uh so should we just dive into the show yeah but first we'll probably announce at the end but we've we're because it's coming up to our birthday, which is another thing to celebrate, we're going to be doing a special birthday quiz. If you haven't seen this already on Instagram or Twitter, we're going to be hosting a quiz this Saturday, so the 16th, and uh, we'd love you to get involved. So please just um, reply on any of the posts that we've been doing there or send us an email if you want to get involved. And uh, yeah, we tried to make it so that whether you're in Australia or in the States or in the UK, we've tried to stretch um, as much as possible to get involved, dress up. It's our birthday, so we're really stoked to be celebrating with you. Pour yourself a drink of, of, of whatever your favourite thing is and uh, and get involved. So we've already done a, a bit of planning. We're not quite there yet, but it's going to be a good sesh, right? It is going to be such a good sesh. And I know that a lot of you guys, um, well, I'm certainly... Um, yeah, I'm so excited about it. Like, I can actually go out and hit the bars, but I thought, no, you know what? My Saturday, what I want to do is I just want to spend time indoors having drinks with, um, with all of these lovely people. I- I'm actually really excited about this quiz and I hope everyone does really well. I think we should clarify that it is only going to be about Terrace House Tokyo this season. We haven't even sorted a prize, have we? Uh, I've got some in mind, but I think we should just freestyle oh, okay, it, right. you know? Because that's okay, I'm just, right, we just, yeah. it's just better random like that, you know? And um, and I think the best thing to do is um, I'll set up a Zoom link and then I'll pass it around. So please, if you guys do want to take part in the quiz, just let us know, and I'll send you that link. Um, cool. All right, let's dive into the show. So, life-threatening date. What's your impression? Of the title or the show? Yeah, what were you expecting from the title? Uh, the life-threatening day, I actually I actually thought as well, because of the, the snippet is of Chateau um, giving the uh, head, headlock kind of embrace to Yume, I thought life-threatening date was like Chateau eating Yume alive. And it was, <laughs> it was like that. And then I realised, oh, it's, it's just because Chateau basically says that this is the kind of date Hokkaido is going to be where he he either comes back with Yume as the prize or he doesn't and it that's that will kill him right he's so weird isn't he like straight away like he'd been on screen for like two seconds and then he just says that oh yeah I got this restaurant to open up early because you know I'm a big I'm a big deal it's yeah let's focus on that Okay, so one of the things that I noticed within the show is that there is incredible amount of like dates and one-on-one time. So we had so many different scenarios. You know, they really sort of squeezed it in with with you know different people pairing off for for chats either in the playroom or going for dinner and th- and lunch and things like that. But it kicked off with Chacho and Yume with their initial um, exclusive date that they went on, and and Yamachan picked up on him being a bit of a dick as well, just like taking the, the mick out of him. But this is just a consistent thing that we've we've mentioned before about him seeming kind of a bit insecure. But throughout the entire show, whenever he was talking to her, he's always like thinking about himself in the context of someone else or, you know, am I number one or what do you think of me or give me your opinion and like, mm. you know, do you like me? He's just he's always like goading like an opinion without giving his own giving his own. And obviously, yeah, he said he, he liked her and, and the, the cliffhanger of the show is, is asking her to be his girlfriend. But he's 
just so insecure it seems like wildly insecure and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but it's just it's just it's just relentless so let this is i don't know anything about him but you know the scenes when they're in the crab marketplace and he's buying the uni and then all this stuff and it tallies up to Ichiman Nanasen, which is around yeah. a hundred over like 140 pounds which is 1,400 Hong Kong dollars or like 200, 200 US. Um, that as well is like him showing his status. And maybe he's just an insecure guy. He probably got bullied in school. He struggled with like ever telling his true emotions. That's why he's probably set up this exit company. And recently, some of my friends who uh, are in Hong Kong were talking about like this... Um, scene in the godfather where they say like first you get the money and then you get the power and then you get the pussy right is that did i just phrase that right is that the, that's is that the, the tattoo that you've got on that's the tattoo that you've got on your your right arm that i've always enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> no but is that the is that the saying right in the godfather i've got to say i've never seen any of the godfathers which but is, I, I, I know is a crime but i don't know neither have i but i think that's the the gist of it and maybe with Shacho he's actually a very um insecure guy and like and you know you but it's like he's now got the power money and then he's got the power so he's just like let me just keep showing that because that is going to help me get the woman um but he's very interestingly weird even asking about how many people that she's had sex which I guarantee you she's probably slept with way more people than he has yeah, he didn't say, did he? But his like his answer was like, "Oh yeah, I can't remember. I bet he slept with like two people or something like that." He really <laughs> likes Yume. You can tell he really likes her. It's not that impression isn't. I think he casts his net quite wide with the flirt flirtiness, but he really does like her. I think. I think there's two things. I do, I do genuinely think he does like her, but then also I think a massive part of it is he doesn't want to lose her. As in, whenever there's and the, the producers do a good job of sort of like focusing on him looking sad anytime Rio or uh, Shion like makes a move or even just sort of makes a gesture towards her. I think he'd be really upset about losing the sport of trying to, you know, secure things with her. I mean, and also he just sees it as, as a competition, you know, you know, like he was saying, I'm willing to take up the challenge. But one thing, I mean, even the, even the thing that we call, even the reason that we're calling him Shacho you know his identity imagine what imagine what his identity t- would be if he wasn't a ceo like we don't really know very much outside of him apart from this obsession with status and and power and that got me thinking about yeah what what is his identity outside of being shacho and the only clue that we have is he has a lot of stickers on his laptop one of which is like brooklyn brewery I, I, there are a few others i can't recall right now but it'd be really interesting to get a semiotician or, or one of our friends to sort of dig into exactly all the stickers on his laptop to try and see who he's trying to communicate who he is through this um, and just maybe try and unearth a little bit more about who Shacho or the person that we refer to as Shacho is. There's moments where I feel like really sorry for him. Like he's so sensitive, isn't he? And I can see the little sweet side of him, like even when he was like holding the her hand and he there's a playfulness to him and but then it's then you remember and it's like no but you're just too much yeah it's i I, i'm i'm struggling because this episode i didn't think he was as bad as other episodes because i could really see his vulnerability did you do you find that you could see that he was vulnerable the way he looked at his eyes and stuff like the eyes the looks it's like he is threatened he's not like this whole but within that vulnerability, I don't see anything innocent or soft. I see him looking like nervous and fearful. And that's when you see him. He's not just holding her hand, stroking it. He's grabbing her hand. And he's not just sort of like hugging her, stroking her. He's grabbing her. Like he's afraid of losing her, is it? Almost. And it, it's a, that's when it seems a little bit concerning when you see the way he acts when he, he feels like he's losing her. But you know what? They'd be perfect for each other, honestly. She's a bit of a work. She's a bit of work as well. It's like listening to her talk when she's like, "Oh, I must be leading him on, right?" I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Like, how old is she? How old is she? 
I don't know, but you're you're right. She's very keen to. I mean, she clearly loves the attention. She's admitted to that, and that's fine. But in every interaction with the guys, she's either talking about Chateau or joking that you know she's still not committed to Chateau or trying to keep him interested or keep trying to keep Rio interested, and she just loves playing the game basically. And as I. It, it makes me interested to see how she thinks she's coming across on screen because to me it doesn't you know it just shows that she's just sort of telling one guy one thing to keep him interested and another guy uh, another thing and kind of looks a bit disingenuous but she's being honest though i don't i feel like she was being honest with Xion. she was being honest with rio i think she was being honest and she's kept that discourse quite consistent to say Oh, I'm so pursued. I don't know, and I think it real. It is true. I I believe her when she said to Shion that I don't know why, but I keep hanging out with him, and I have no idea whether I like him naturally or it's just because I'm being pursued. But I made this joke at the Netflix party, but I was like, oh my god, I am so glad that Yume has actually made it to the grand old age of twenty whatever, and at the age of five, Wait, that... she was what the ne- huh? the Netflix party that I wasn't at or didn't. No, one. sorry. <laughs> It was. I'm trying to. I'm trying to include you, Stu. Sorry, carry on. So it was the Netflix party that you were not at. But I made this joke that, I mean, it's an amazing thing that uh, she has even lived past the age of 24, and at the age of five, when she's walking home from school, some random stranger didn't come up to her, give her loads of attention, and be like, "Hey, do you want some sweets? Do you want some cookies?" And then she becomes completely Stockholm syndromed, and then being killed. Right? How has she lived up until this point? Yeah, I, I I get it. She 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 loves the attention, and I, I, it it makes her seem like she doesn't really have much um, critical thinking, or you know, even an opinion about anything. She just goes with the, you know, whatever's whoever's got the sort of strong strongest magnet for her. And you know, I want to bring back to I don't know whether you've read about it, but there was a Japan Times article that came out. Um, and it was talking, the title is called It's Time to Talk About Terrace House and Consent. And it brought yeah. up a lot of things. Have you seen it? Brought up a lot of things with the behaviour that, that Chacho boss has again with Yume. And then, but then looking at the episode this time round, I realised that, you know, let's be real, there's a lot of stuff that is not shown on screen. And if she, the way that she was so comfortable with him and she was letting him touch her hand and all this stuff, there could have been other instances to go from saying, oh, if he really cared about the way that I felt, then maybe he wouldn't have kissed me. And I agree that that kiss at the point of the lip balm thing. If you were her, you would have known that was coming, right? I would have, but the point in which the lip balm was placed, I would have been like, uh, can you not do that if I didn't like them, right? It's just such a fine, it's just, he, I have to admit that even though he is gross, I don't, I'm not as much of a hater about him as I was before after this episode. But it's just because I think Yume has, like, if she denies him and says, I don't like you in the Kokahaku, I would be a bit like, that's mean that you have led him on to this point. Wouldn't you think that? Again, a lot of these conversations circle around this idea of like you're saying what means consent but also this idea of kind of what what dating and relationships mean in terms of ownership and permissions and things like that because early on one of the things that was pretty you know uh obnoxious about Chacho was him kind of being like well you know you kissed me so you know I sort of own you kind of thing and obviously yeah, he stole the kiss so so I think yeah it's difficult to to it's a, it's a complicated conversation to have around assumptions and and clearly um that's one of the things that was talked about in almost everyone's one-on-ones like everyone throughout this show was talking about Chacho and Chacho and Yume the whole the whole time and in terms of like what was going to happen and what he thought was going to happen and what she thought was going to happen even when Rio and Hannah um went for went for dinner that was all they were talking you know most of their conversation was talking about Chacho and and um Yume at the same time so it's, it's the, the whole topic dominated the entire show it um, did but I do think yeah 
I, I do think you're right. Like it would be a surprise for Shacho, but I think if you may, you may's got you know every right to to you know ask for more time or you know to of course make, yeah make her point clear in in whatever way she wants. But yeah, I mean, I would be surprised. No, like she does. And I mean, to be honest, I actually think the whole kokohaku thing is a bit crazy. Like, I don't want to say the word crazy because I know it's Japanese tradition, but the the idea that like you know when Shohei from the last last season was it the last last season no Karizawa is last season right when he did the yeah. kokohaku which is the announcement of like love and like can you be my girlfriend to Sena I was a bit like at what point has she even given you any vibe for you to even do that and it was such a grand gesture and it made me cringe um but in this instance you know they've gone to Kyoto they've gone to Hokkaido these are quite big things and it and and they've done the cuddling thing so when I think about it like this, I wouldn't expect her to turn him down. And I don't think he would either. But I would put my money on the fact that she's probably going to be a bit like, I don't know. Because she's probably going to want to wait for Rio to come back to see what that might be like, you know. But even with Rio and Xion, when they said, yeah, if you, if you've, you mean, you've given the impression for sure that you like him. And yeah, I'd say that you've led him on. I think it's it, it would be odd if she I don't know but you know I don't I think they might even actually be happy together though that's the thing I think I think they'd be happy together they they both seem like a piece of work if I'm being honest I think it, yeah I I'd, I'd be more than happy for them to you know fall in love and go live in a uh, a nice house in Rapongi somewhere. Like they probably have I mean, amazing sex. We... Really? I don't even yes. I, I don't even want to think about that. No, I mean like cuz he's a bit of a creep and like she's like you know the way that, I mean to be honest she looked she looked amazing like uh, I was like whoa is that you mate and then when she was sitting on the chair I was like shit like wow like it was she looked I you know She's got expensive taste. Do you know that funny thing was when he, she was like, oh yeah, I really wanted to go to this restaurant too. So she made it out like, you know, thanks so much for letting me come to this restaurant and opening up earlier for me. But yeah, this is the kind of restaurant that I wanted to go anyway. Hashtag on my own. Then, um, then when she has the date with Sean, she's like, oh, is this the place? And he actually says, oh, what? Sorry, are you disappointed? So... <laughs> I think those two, Yume and Shacho, would vibe on the fact that there's this whole, like, he's he's a bit like, I'm not as attractive as you, but I do run my own company and I've got money. And she'll be like, well, I'm way more attractive than you and people want to give me stuff, a.k.a. Uh, free accommodation at this place. And, um, you know, I think it's kind of funny. It would be f- funny to watch, like, an off, like, a spin-off of them two dating what it's just their sex tape um i still haven't seen the uh kim kardashian and rage i haven't seen any sex tapes actually of uh, celebrities I... have you seen any <laughs> i mean i tried I to watch I the watched... talisa no i watched uh, i think i've seen the jordan one i haven't seen any i wanted to see the talisa and um, who was it? Talisa gave someone a blowjob. She's she's the singer from N-Dubs, uh, which is like a UK... Apparently it was awful. But yeah, anyway. Um, God, I digress. Let's go back either. into the show. Oh, are you joking? I used to <laughs> love N-Dubs. Oh my God. I used to... I used to listen to N-Dubs. Oh, are you... Okay, let's just... Let's go back, rewind. Um, Do you know what? I've never heard an end up song. I've own, my only awareness is through Dappy, who's, you know, clearly an interesting character, and so uh, I've based my opinions on them, on that basically. I used to listen to I swear all to, all the time. They were like a big joke on uh, a BBC Two TV show called Nevermind the Buzzcocks, which was pretty much on point in terms of like slagging off the entire music industry and really making fun of the sort of uh, a lot of the production line pop that came out of the like 
I guess, early 2000s. Um, so, yeah, that's my, that's my only framing of it. So I've never actually heard an N-Dubs song. You can send me one. I'll send you, I swear. You better not waste my time wasn't that great. Um, and Papa, can you hear me? I mean, it's got sentimental value to, Papa, to Dappy, so I shouldn't say that. But I quite like playing with fire because it featured Mr. Hudson and Mr. Hudson is so hot. <laughs> How hot is Mr. Hudson? Uh, anyway, no, I am actually an anyway. N-Dubs fan. So, well, yeah, like if anyone um, wants to know a little bit more about Masumi and what kind of music taste he's kind of into... N-dubs would be a good uh, baseline for what she listened to when she was in university. So, And that's a good reference point for what Stuart hasn't listened to. Um, but what I wanted to say, diving back into the show, is um, I don't... I mean, Yume is clearly a babe, right? Um, oh, but babe! In terms of, but in terms of just, like, the way she's acting, I think if I was pursuing someone and they were... I don't think there's anything wrong with playing a bit hard to get, but the way that she's sort of speaking about Shacho to these other people that he's obviously eventually probably going to be able to see if he watches the show um I don't know I don't find that attractive if someone is kind of messing around or you know playing hot one to one person and cold to the other so I I, I don't I mean I don't yeah is that the only I reason that, I don't find that behavior very attractive is you don't but the behavior isn't the attractive bit i mean it, the reality of it is can you imagine if um you really liked me and i said to you yeah no i really like you because i love people pursuing i i generally tend to like people who pursue me and oh you pursued me the most so i think that's why i like you right as opposed to yeah i really love your looks and you're really kind and you do so many nice things for me I wouldn't, it would be so shit if a guy said to me, yeah, you tried really hard. Like you were the one girl in the club that like properly grinded up on me and then pursued me and then this. And that's why I like you and you're my girlfriend. I would actually be like, fuck you, you know? I agree. I went, I was wondering how much they actually have in common. Like maybe they got to go chat off the screen because one, when they're eating dinner, when they're in Hokkaido, they did a thing which made me think of some of the bad dates I've been on when you kind of just realise you might have run out of stuff to talk about and then you're kind of just talking about, oh, should we go to a bar then? Or, you know, it's not like an like mutual conversation of what you're going to do next. It's just like, oh, here's what's going to happen next. I guess we'll just do that then. And it just felt, the conversation felt a little bit empty. So, um, I don't know, maybe they don't need to have stuff to talk about, but... I think it, it was like the tense because dried up a bit. no, I don't think the conversation dried up. It was just the fact that they're both they're. She's she was in you know for me I could read that room. It was like they're in a black room eating the like really tasty meat, and that meat looks delicious, right? It's like salivating. He's looking at her, thinking, "Oh my god, is this t- is this gonna be the night that that we bang?" she's probably looking at him being like, oh my God, am I going to bang this guy? I don't know. Like there's so much thought process happening <laughs> in the in that moment of time that they're both, it's so tense. Like I can tote that. They're not relaxed because he's like, shit, am I going to have sex with her? She's like, I don't know. Am I going to be able to? And even when they're saying, where should we go next? Should we get proper drunk? It They're calculating in the back of their minds, like, is this going to happen? Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And and I think, I guarantee you, they've probably thought about whether they're going to have sex. Like once every 30 minutes, at least during that interaction, right? Just looking at the meat, thinking. But no, but even when Hannah was like, exactly, Hannah was like, are you, what's going to happen after that? And it's, it's been so underlying, you know, that is that the, even when Rio was like, well, not many people do the overnight, come on, like, let's just not be Shacho and Yume for a second, but if you are proper mates, fine, but if you're like, you, you're going on dates and she's already said, we're not just really friends, are we? Wouldn't you be thinking, is this what I, are we going to, what's happening like i know we're gonna go for drinks but should we get really drunk or should we not get that drunk just in case i'm too drunk and i can't actually have sex with you because wait hold on but do should i even care about that because is sex even on the cards wouldn't you be thinking that as totally. a guy 
You would, right? I, I'm not even a dude. I, I was a bit concerned for him. I was like, mate, you need to slow down. Like, you can't handle your drink. He, that's that's no secret. He is, he's admitted that it's his Twitter handle. Um, but yeah, he was not slowing down at all. He wasn't, and also he's a bit forceful anyway. Sober, it's like God forbid, don't cross the line and be like rapey in any way, you know. And she's already said, "Oh, I yeah. like it when I'm being pursued." It's like God, God forbid, they go into some weirdo role play and they forget the safe word. But <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but it's true. I was like, when he was getting that smashed, what? and I, I looked at it, and it was like, that's got to be water. Like it's got to be water. The producers have probably put that as water. It's just there's no way they could have been drinking that much to be fine. But you know what? I they'd be perfect for each other. I'm actually almost bored of talking about them now. Me too, me too. Okay, final word on it. Masumi, you can answer, but also, guys, write in. We want to know what would Shacho and Yume's safe word be? You can do it in English or Japanese. What do you reckon their safe word would be? Oh my god, don't put me on the spot like this. Yeah, I can't think of anything anyway. Let's like you can come up with it for next week. Let's let's both kick off the show next week with our suggestions. And guys, you can write them in as well. I mean, let's just... I mean, yeah, okay. Let's do that. Maybe do it'd it. be crab. Like, cunny. <laughs> um, yeah, send them in at TerraceHouseTKO on Instagram, Twitter, and TerraceHouseTKO at gmail.com. Well, well said. Uh, and we'll, and we'll com- yeah, we'll compile them for next week. Okay, so we've talked about those guys enough, far too much. Um, are there any other bits, like we were saying, there are quite a lot of one-on-ones on dates, any other bits and pieces that caught your eye through the rest of the show? Um, I think someone else commented on the Netflix party that you were not uh, a present to. But is she on... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Is she... I think all of the guys have pretty much gone on dates now, haven't they, with everyone else? So in the same way that um, I think someone had said... Um, who was the guy you know a lot of guys generally want to go to on dates with everyone Shion has pretty much he's already met up with Vivi he's done Hannah and he's um, hung out with Yume right and then so has Shacho Shacho's done all three right and Rio has now done all three right yeah I think the vibe I think it would be wrong of us to neglect Rio and Vivi Um, so I'd like to mention that Vivi said exactly the same thing that she said to Rio, to Rio, that whole, I really like your vibe and you really inspire me to do like something and really like talking to you and it's really great. And they're looking at the photos as well. Yeah. She said, I've been looking at that photo because she, she, she made that funny film of Rio as well. Yeah, she, all... I think she's, she's either Vivi is basic. Yeah, or she's just either she's basic or yeah, like but that but okay, let's just Shion, who do you think he likes the most? Vivi, Hannah or Yume? Vivi. Who do you think Rio likes the most? Vivi. Who do you think Shacho likes the most? Himself. You gotta choose one girl. You may. You may. I agree with you about the Shacho. I think Rio actually likes Vivi a lot, but I think he he's got an ego that wants him to he wants to pursue Yume a bit. I don't think he has any interest in Hannah. I've gotta say, Hannah's looking very gorgeous, actually. Like recently. She's looking so nice. Um I think Shion definitely I think he likes Vivi the most. Who do you think Hannah likes? Um, I think Rio maybe. I think she gets on with Shion. It seemed like they're having a good time, but I think I think she's not. Maybe if she had to pick, if I have to pick one, Rio. But I think, like she said, she's kind of not that jazzed about anyone right now. Who do you think? Her com. Mm, I think she might. I think she probably looks at Rio to be too much of like a, a fatherly figure. But she liked Rio, so maybe they'll like. She'll like him too. But I want to touch upon that conversation that she had with Rio where she was saying that I don't even know whether I'm ready to date because 
you know, there's bits about myself that I find that I'm too dependent, right? And then when he said this thing of, yeah, but rather than waiting for you to be ready, don't you want to just find the guy that will grow with you? What did you think of that? Uh, I think it's good advice in a way because I guess no, no one, no one needs to be like fully formed before they start a relationship. And obviously, people change as they grow older, don't they? So there are going to be sort of like different ways you evolve and different interests you have and sort of different like journeys that you want to pursue. So, I mean, I think, I guess, I guess. If, if he's phrasing in the way that, he d- that it shouldn't be a barrier, like she shouldn't need to sort of like pass level seven of personal comprehension before she should get in a relationship. Like you can't, you know, life and relationships aren't as organized as that. But, um, but I don't know. I, I, that sounds like good advice. What did you Who, think? What kind of, well, you know, in my years of being friends with people and like experiencing it myself, there are always, I think there's three, to, I mean, I'm just making this up on the fly, okay? So I'm saying three, but I don't really know whether I'm going to come to three. But there are the people of like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship because I need to work on myself. Then there's the number two mm. of like, I'm not even thinking about anything, but I just know I like this person and I'm just going to do whatever feels mm. right for now. And then there's the type of, oh, let's grow together. So I think I just was interested to know what kind of, because certainly I'm a bit like Rio where I think that um, when it's a real possibility that you have real longevity with that person or you think that that person may deserve more than what you have to offer, then I would think, no, 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 no. I need to level up. I need to level up. Just It's in the same way that if you have a job interview for a job that, you know, you can get it, maybe, but you don't really have the qualifications you would try and study as much as possible so that when you come to that interview you're on a good standing right and you don't have to fake it no one wants to fake a relationship you want to be your authentic self but then there's other times when I've been in a relationship where I think okay I want to grow with that person and I remember one particular relationship like a few years ago when I was I just remember thinking, yeah, like, you know, I'm not really thinking about it that much, but this feels right. Let me get into it. And at one point, I think two years in, my boyfriend said, I like actually who I am. I don't actually want to be any better than this. So while you're all about like goals and stuff and like working towards something, I just don't have that. And I remember at that point, I was just like, what? you you don't because I was under the impression that we were both going to grow together and I was just like what the fuck like you just want to be this at the age of 30 are you kidding me like what you know that's that's so it's a wonderful thing being happy with where you are and and you know having a a life or a social system or you know a job and all the stuff that all the trappings that come with a with a comfortable life sorry i got really passionate when i get really passionate i have to blow i get really passionate i get really emotional not emotional but my nose gets thing it's just like it's like i totally see the point of view like what about you it's like i'm all about i love you for who you are and i want to make it work but also give me a little bit of growth i think sometimes and i've been in relationships where it feels like you're growing in different directions or at different paces and it feels a little bit uncomfortable and that's not always something that necessarily makes it terminal you know you can be feeling like one is very motivated at one point and then you sort of come together a little bit more um but you're right I think eventually like if it feels like you're going somewhere and you've got goals and the person is settled and there's nothing wrong with that then it can feel a little bit you know that can put attention on a relationship if it's you want to go somewhere or you want to do something or you want to you know evolve in a particular way and yeah the other person doesn't because then you're kind of going to move away from the stuff that keeps you close I guess and I think that's Um, probably where Rio and Vivi they both had goals but their goals were were in different locations 
And yeah, they, I've dated people who are like, yeah, I love them goals. Or I love them. The most thing I like about you is that you're so independent. You want to do your thing. And I love goals. And then when you get to dating them, it's a bit like they can't handle your goals. You know, they can't handle the fact that your life is bigger than like them. And then you're a bit like, did you just try and trap me? You've got no interest in trying to be a goals-driven person. And then there's other people when they're like, no, I'm cool and it's chill. And then you date them and then you realise that they're so goal-driven. It's like, wow, I can't date you. You actually train two times a day. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it comes back to that idea that we've mentioned earlier about Shacho and ownership and consent and what a relationship means because you know i guess there's a, there's been a lot of discussion recently and over the years about how antiquated marriage can feel in terms of it being quite backward looking and all about sort of like possession and um you know modern relationships aren't like that like people you, you don't just sort of like put a ring on something and own it or you don't like give someone a kiss and then suddenly they're yours it's like you need to grow together and and keep working at it in order for it to you know for it to stay relevant for both your lives uh and when when you stop doing that then you know you may as well just both give up i guess i think it should be a choice I, i it should be like every day it's like every day i choose to be with you it's not I am with you because I'm married and I've got a kid. It's, it'd be beautiful if it was a choice. No, but you know, like, I'm a real romantic. I don't, like, I don't necessarily believe in, like, love forever, you know, but I do believe in, like, it for now sort of thing. And it, love should be a choice. And, and so should wanting to be with that person, even if you can't understand why that is all the time, you know? because um, you may, may you may meet in the middle and there's no you can never tell the future so I actually just think if it feels good for now then just do it and just don't worry about the future bit of advice for you mate yeah but I if I was you mate I probably would worry about the future with with um, Shacho can you imagine every, they're married and she'd be like he'd be like they're having a meal um, so did you have a photo shoot today yeah, I did. Um, was I still the best looking... I mean, you know when you said you thought I was the best looking or the best guy, do you still think that I am? Or it would be exhausting. Do you know? Yeah, he'd definitely show up at work. Yeah, he went, let me drive you. Oh, cool. Uh, it would be kind of creepy. So, uh, yeah. But then if she likes being pursued, the more he puts her in lock and key, she might actually like that, so... Yeah, hopefully non-literal. Okay, so, yeah, there's a load of other bits and pieces uh, that we maybe don't have time to cover, but one thing I wanted to ask you about is Rio has a theory that Vivi is leaving. She's been packing up some of her items, and she said she wasn't going to, and she'd definitely be there by the time he came back, but what do you think of that? Do you think she's planning to make a move, make her escape? She has been in there a very long time. Shall I give my honest answer? I don't really care whether she stays or goes. Why is that? She just not feel she's adding... She's Like you say, she's been in there a while. She run her course. Unless something is going to happen with Rio and Vivi. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't vibe with any of those girls as well. I don't know. To be honest, I don't really care. I don't understand what's happening, to be honest. I, I love Terrace House, but it's just... I do love Terrace House, but I just wish there was a bit more structure to the whole thing. This whole season this for one, me... This episode feels a bit bundled in. Like, there was so many one-on-ones. Exactly. And even when you have one-on-ones and you invest in it... Like I was already invested in Rio and Vivi. I was already invested in... Kaori and Shohei, you know, like when you, it gets the, I was invested in Ruka and Risiko, nothing happened. Haruka and Pepe, nothing happened. It's just like, I, can we either, can we make this terrace house about goals and like Pepe? Oh, look at me. I did my magazine. I smashed it. Look at Kaori. I went to the UK and I smashed it. 
let's make it about that or stop like throwing me relationships and then they're going to be fake i don't know i think i've just got an avert like an aversion for any like huge romance story because let's be real what's worked out oh yeah topaz and emika oh whoop de doo they actually left the house together as a couple but clearly from vivi's reaction they're not together it's just like let's just change the focus to not be about love and let's make it about current themes that need to be addressed in japanese society number one sexual harassment number two depression number three i don't know totally i guess the thing i'd say about vivi is she seems like someone who is ready for that relationship she just hasn't found her partner yet and it would be nice if she could leave on a on a high but maybe time's run out for her but maybe if she's if she is back when rio comes back that might be the happy ending that uh she and perhaps we are after she'll be back anyway okay have you got any other business before we dive in with pick and dick yet no to be honest all the news was quite sudden about terrace house being back on and i don't have any news okay so give me your pick and give me your dick My pick is Xion uh because I yes. quite Yeah, I I think he was it's almost like he has become the role of quizmaster where he'll be like, "Oh, what do you think about that?" But why do you think that he asks very good questions and he lightens up the mood. He's good. I think my dick is Rio. I don't know what it is, but I haven't really liked him since he's come into the house. And you know when he gave the Valentine's gift? Do you think that was on the 14th of February? Because the 14th of February is meant to be White Day, but then they said, oh, reverse Valentine's Day. So do you think he's given the gifts as like from a Western perspective of giving gifts to women? Yeah, I think he'd done it, he'd done it on 14th yeah. of February. Yeah, which, it's not yeah. March, is it? For yeah. you guys outside of Japan, that's when traditionally women give a gift to men. And it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be sort of between friends or with colleagues. And then the the, the month after is when you uh, when the guys return the favour. Yeah. I don't really like Rio, so that's my dick. I don't know whether I don't like him. Sorry, I just... I just haven't worked him out yet. I think... There's something not right about him. All right. You? Um... My pick is Xion too. Same reasons. Also, I like that he just is into fancy dress. You know, he's just bringing some fun to the dates. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that they're joking that he's got some sort of cosplay fetish. And I hope it's secretly true. So uh, he just is, is, is quite fun on screen. And like you say, he's a, he's a good... He seems like he's a good person to hold a conversation. Yeah. And my dick is Yume just for seemingly saying one thing to one person and another to another so um yeah i just sort of felt she was misleading people uh so that's why she's my dick what did we think of yamachan being the only um host i mean if there was ever one person it would it would be yamachan right i thought he was cute he did yeah it was cute i think he was on the nail like when i was sort of taking notes as watching the show when it cut to him a lot of the time we'd aligned on a lot of things which doesn't always happen when everyone's there it it did feel a bit like a sort of kid giving you their book report it was just like suddenly we'd cut to him on his own and be like ah and i uh, i wrote this down and i noticed this and uh here's an idea i've got it was like quite sweet in that way um so maybe not good to have the whole time but uh, yeah, it offered a bit of context as well, and I and I think he he was on point with a few cutting remarks as well, which was nice, kind of like even to see your own thoughts mirrored on the show is uh, a bit of a bit of a, a nice break from the actual action. Yay! Cool. All right, Masumi, it's been lovely chatting to you. We haven't spoken for three months or however long it's been on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We do talk all the time. Um, but yeah, it's been really nice. It's been good. It's good to be back, isn't it? It's so good to be back. I. I. Assume he's getting I emotional. No, I just like being back. Yeah, it's nice. But before we go, just a reminder: this Saturday we're doing a quiz. 
Terrace House Tokyo themed. Sign up beforehand by getting on the socials at Terrace House TKO on Twitter and Instagram and just put your name in one of the posts or just uh, signal that you're interested and we can get you the link. Yeah, the times are on there as well. So make yourself a drink, dress up in something nice and yeah, get involved. And I just want you to know that I have done quiz hosting many times. I wouldn't say that I'm a professional quiz mistress, but um, I will make your Saturday worthwhile, especially for those who are in lockdown. I mean, you've got nothing better to do, so you may as well join our party. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's Am I not, not the best way to it? say it. But I, I have seen Masumi host a quiz and she is fantastic. So you're going to have a good time. I am pretty good, aren't I? There's a reason why they keep yeah. calling me back. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's good. She's confident. She's everything you need. I am um, Shacho. No, I'm not Shacho. You're the Shacho of quizzes, aren't you? You're the no. Shacho of quizzes. Maybe, because in reality, I am actually very vulnerable. And but and you you're very good at paying for stuff, and you um you you where are you going? You with can drink this? loads. I was trying to think about the things that you shared, and but the only I, thing I we know drink... about Shacho is oh yeah, I was saying you're not like him because you can drink shit tons. So so that's I... where you differ. And also, I'm not. I don't have my own company. I'm not actually successful. So. Uh... And, like, if you and I or anyone else was meant to buy uni, I would actually be like, yeah, I'll take half. But maybe that's a gender thing. I don't really know. But, um, yeah. Man, fucking love uni. All right. Cheers, guys. It's uh, Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully we'll be chatting to a few of you in a few days. Yeah. And have a great weekend. See you at the quiz. Love you lots, guys.